Innovative Disruptors The Innovative Disruptors Podcast The Innovative Raptors Podcast guys welcome to another episode of the id podcast and today we get the pleasure of talking with another health and fitness coach alex marshall alex how are you doing today pretty good how are you doing i am wonderful it's the new year i feel so much better now that the end of the year is done yes <laughs> we were trying to cram there's a lot of tax plannings there at the end of the year so things got a little hectic for me but uh, we're good now i feel good so alex Tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, your history, where you come from and and things like that. Yeah. So I actually was born and raised on a cattle ranch in the middle of nowhere in Eastern Oregon. And I loved it there, like no cell service, like the whole shebang, like it's out there. And then I went to school originally to be a personal trainer. I wanted to do like exercise science stuff over at Boise State University and quickly realized that it was way too much science for what I wanted to do. And so I ended up actually, I took a nutrition class and I was like, this is really, really interesting. And also I was kind of like, that's kind of job security, right? Like everyone's always going to want to know how to eat like indefinitely. So turns out BSU doesn't have a nutrition program there. So talked to my advisor, we kind of did a swerve to one called health education and promotion. And it definitely was more of a public health centered thing that I did like two and a half years there. I actually ended up losing a scholarship that paid for all of my out of state tuition, which was a lot. And around that time, I actually had taken my, I was on my first solo trip over in Italy. I went there, spent five weeks in Italy at an American university So I got the like email that I lost the scholarship there, but I had taken a small cooking class in Italy and Mm -hmm. I was like, that was really interesting. So I was like, well, if I can't afford to go to school, like at this four year university, like maybe there's like a cooking thing. So it turns out there was um, a smaller community college did an associates in culinary arts. So Mm -hmm. I actually transferred. I did two years there. So I got my associates in culinary arts, which was the most stressed like school-wise I've ever been. It was like seven to three, Monday through Friday, just constant classes every day. Wow. And so I learned a lot there. Definitely put me out of my element. I actually was still taking one or two night classes at BSU to still work towards that degree as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So that I was paying for out of pocket. And got to the point in that degree that I was like, this is not what I want to do. Like it was the first class of the semester. One of the times, Mm -hmm. um, the next day I dropped all my classes and took that semester off, which actually ended up being the best thing that I've ever done. Found the nutrition program up at the university of Idaho, convinced my then boyfriend at the time to move up there with me to finish the degree in 10 months. Um, we actually got engaged just before we moved Um, So I went up there, finished that degree, came back, worked in the food service industry again, ended up 
working actually at our local hospital here as a dietetic technician. So I worked directly with six or seven different dietitians in the hospital and was talking to patients and stuff like that. And then at the same time was also working at the vitamin shop here doing all the supplement thing. Mm-hmm. And at that point, we actually dropped everything, moved back out to the ranch in Oregon to help my family out a little bit. In a, a year or so after that, we moved back to Boise. And this whole time, I'm like, I want to use this nutrition degree. And, you know, I, I would love to do coaching on my own, but I never quite had like the confidence. And I was like, I just, if I can do like a certification or if I can do this, because in Oregon, there's a huge need for it. Like no mm-hmm. one else there really does that. And mm-hmm. everyone there <laughs> needs it. <laughs> um, but so life happened, moved back here, ended up actually working for a property manager. And we managed Airbnb rentals in the Valley. And that's the crazy boss situation <laughs> that I think everyone goes through. So actually at that point last, or I guess two falls ago now, Lori Christine King launched a eight-week program called Strong and Well-Fed Women. And I remember talking to my husband about it because it was like a hundred bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, we we're pretty broke, but I was like, if anything I can, cause I had been following her for a while and I loved all her content and stuff. I was like, if anything, I can just learn more to kind of improve my toolbox to when I do this on my own. So I signed up for it. Like two weeks into the program, she actually messaged me directly. And it's like, what's your story? Like your responses to people. Cause there's like 200 women in this group. She's like, your responses to people are like fire. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like, do you want to help me coach this? Cause I'm trying to bring on a couple extra coaches. And I was like, oh my God, like what is happening? My husband was like, this is it. Like, this is your in. And so, yeah, I ended up, uh, that was kind of a small, like part-time gig. She, you know, she gave me a couple hundred bucks a month to do that, which I was like nice. getting paid to be on Facebook every day. It was pretty sweet. Nice. Um, yeah. And so she did a second round of that last January and kind of with her encouragement and my husband's encouragement and facilitated by the insanity of my boss um, and that stress, I kind of just was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. So that's my spiel. <laughs> nice. Nice. So let's touch on the insanity of that boss. Yeah. I want to, I want to touch on that a little <laughs> bit because I feel like that resonates a lot with a lot of people as far as crazy bosses and things like that. I'd love to touch on that and what that exactly, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to go into like major detail, but Mm -hmm. let's dive into a little bit more about that. I can start on my end. Like I, I, my boss is, goodness gracious. Uh, (laughs) Everyone always starts with a sigh. They're like, oh, where do I start? (laughs) They were an interesting batch. They were very all about keeping us down. They didn't want us to advance because then they had to pay us more. So anytime there was any room for investment, it it was always a no. It was always a no. It was always a no to the point where I just like, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so that's a little bit about me. So I'd love to touch on kind of your situation a little bit. Yeah, with mine, it actually started out really great. I started out as a cleaner, actually, and then. My boss kind of recognized like, hey, you know, you have like degrees, like you're educated. I can help you 
go further and we can do leases and contracts and I can show you the world, right? And so it started really great. She was super generous and everything, but then she had a problem with boundaries and then also a problem with holding up like her end of the deal. And so I have been working on some health issues, specifically like hormone related for the last like three years. And over the last three years, my life has been a giant ball of stress. She knew about it. I had communicated about that. And I'm like, hey, I'm getting really stressed out. Like, you know, I, you have to stop blowing up my phone. I'd wake up one time. I had 15 emails from her. Like, yeah. And so I'm like, you know, something's got to give. And she'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And blah, blah, blah. Like, but then we'll just keep doing it. And so like, I've never been that stressed in my life. I mean, it'd be, Hey, by the way, like someone has to move into this house today and it's also not furnished. So good luck. Like that kind of stuff I'd have to deal with. And so it got to the point where I actually like really, my mom also worked for this company too. Mm -hmm. Um, It was very small staffed private. She, you know, it was her own business that happened. And I was like, all right, I, I can't do this anymore. And I had this plan in my mind. I was like, because around this time is when everyone's like, you should do coaching. Like you're doing a disservice to people not coaching right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to drop down to part-time. I'm going to ask my boss, like, hey, can I drop down to part-time, work from home? And then I'll start this company on the side until I can maybe transition to doing it full-time, right? Mm-hmm. So I had this plan laid out and it was just looking back. I'm like, it was totally just excuses that I was kind of telling myself because it's, fear basically mm-hmm. and it it got to the point there was there was something that happened and I was like I cannot do this and so I literally went back to the office packed all my stuff and quit the next day and I was like I'm gonna figure it out I told my husband I'm like I'd rather be poor and happy than rich and miserable like it's yes. not worth it it's not exacerbating these health issues like that's my priority and like this job is literally like I feel like I'm going insane like I'd pick my husband up from work the whole 20 minute drive back I would be bitching and ranting and venting about something that happened that day every single day like (laughs) that starts to affect your marriage too you know he like he doesn't want to hear that stuff like so it just and, and I know I've talked to some other people that have been wanting to start their own thing and then like, oh, but like, I, I don't know how to like quit my job right now or I don't want to do this. And it's like, just do it. Like, it's not worth it at all. You know, it, it's funny you say that because I too. So for me, it got to the point where I, I still remember one of my best friends got married right in the middle of busy season. So, you know, the company was like, yeah, you can go. You have to work the whole time you're there, but you can go. So I was like, all right, at least I get to go. So I went and it was it was out of, out of the country. It was in Mexico. And then I came back and for some reason I just got real sick, like really sick. Montezuma's revenge. No, it wasn't even that. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was, it was like a kidney infection or something oh, wow. like, yeah, no, I don't drink the water down there. I've been there down <laughs> enough to know, but I came back and I was like, I was sick. I wasn't even, I was in the hospital for like two days and, and cause my fever was oh. so high and I was able to get it. Like they said, if I waited a little bit longer, I could have potentially gone with septic or mm-hmm. or whatever. Septic. But yeah, but uh, I was out for like a week and a half. You know, I was I was bedridden. I couldn't do anything. Tell me why <laughs> when I came back to work because it was busy season, I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. 
and pretty much like after that i had to explain myself why did i miss i shouldn't have gone to that wedding i shouldn't have been sick i should have kept working because i was sick wow yeah like and i got like literally i got chewed out for going to for being in the hospital so i was just wow yeah i can't do this anymore so i i so i remember that that was so that year i was just planning and plotting like how am i going to get out of here how am i going and then finally i just said end of the year we went uh for vacation you know for christmas we went to visit some family in mexico mm-hmm. uh and i was down there and i just told my wife i can't do it she's like okay screw it yeah I was like, all right let's do it so yeah i came back put in my two weeks and oh you're you know no one's gonna want to work with you you're oh. blah, blah 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 and i'm just like okay and here we are you know Three and a half years later, and and they're calling me, asking me for help on how they can really? get their stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. great. That was the best. That that's kind of the best feeling. But uh, mm-hmm. no, the the bad boss thing. I, I feel like even wherever you're at, that can make a break somebody. You know, you can have somebody like me. I was a high performer. Mm-hmm. I've always been a high performer. Mm-hmm. And, and when I left, they had to actually hire two people to replace me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just one of those things. You have a bad boss kind of happens you know like no one's gonna no one's gonna want to stay yeah oh yeah I think right after they fired my mom on a Tuesday effective on Saturday they're like you're fired but it's not effective until Saturday and I was like mom like what no quit please quit like please and so she quit and then I quit and then actually our other co-worker um, one of my friends quit I think a week later so and we tried to tell her too we're like a bunch of people are gonna quit like if this keeps up you're not going to have any employees. And she didn't take it seriously. So, oh, well. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. yeah. And it's, oh, I think it's unfortunate that that so many people can resonate with that. Like, yeah. kind of tells you something about society, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. So, okay. we I, I told you beginning, we we're going to go down a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry. Let's kind of circle back a little bit. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So you, so you were coaching part-time and you were kind of starting to, to live what you wanted to do. So now tell us about now. So now you're, you actually have your own firm and your, or your own company and you're, and you're coaching online, correct? Yes. Tell us a little so bit about that. I actually, so I quit in like February and was just kind of had that like analysis paralysis. Like I was like, I need a logo and I need a website <laughs> and like all this other crap that I didn't need to yeah. start. Um, but I actually ended up hiring my first business coach, Hannah Deindorfer. And she like she just happened to open up some like a one-on-one spot. And so I nabbed that up. She kind of helped me get everything established. Like I had gotten an LLC set up, um, the bank account set up and everything. And so she kind of helped me get my first clients. Like, okay, this is what you're gonna do. Because I think that was the one thing that I was struggling with is just kind of doing it. Like, I didn't know where to start. I was like, what if, what if people say no, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And so I did that kind of got things going a little bit, did the whole beta round and everything had a really good, still have a really good in with Lori Christine King. She has her programming that she does the Paragon training methods. Um, And Mm -hmm. so I'm, she invited me in the summertime to be one of three like nutrition coaches for that group because they have a members only Facebook group mm-hmm. that people can ask questions in. And so they needed some people that kind of knew what they were doing to be those resources for people and answer those questions. Mm-hmm. So that's a super awesome in there that I was really fortunate, still am fortunate, obviously, to have. 
And then in the summer, I also invested in another business mentorship 90-day thing um, called Online Coach Accelerator through Rachel Bell. A significant investment. Like my husband actually wasn't super happy with, with me about <laughs> it, but I was like, it's going to be worth it. Um, mm-hmm. It totally was. And so I always kind of use that as an analogy with people I talk to is the level of investment kind of dictates your level of accountability to yourself um, and your level of effort. Mm-hmm. And this, this one, I mean, I was, we were on calls every single week. Like there was homework, there's video modules. Like I actually, you know, I did the things um, which actually led to the creation of the program I have now that's called mind body redesign. So if that's kind of one of my biggest things is like, if you're not quite sure what to do, like always, always worth investing in some kind of a coach of some sort to kind of help you along the way, give you that encouragement, give you that structure and framework um, and reassurance to, to kind of help you. Cause otherwise you can get so wrapped up in your own head. Like, Oh, what if I'm doing this wrong? Or what about this? What about that? And you just kind of spot, at least I can. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm the same whole, way. yeah. Analysis paralysis. You're like, there's so much mm-hmm. to do in so little time. And so having a coach of some kind can just really help take the guesswork out of things. No, um, definitely. And, and I love that you put that because uh, it kind of to circle back, the more you invest in yourself, mm-hmm. the more you're going to get out of it. Yep. A hundred percent. You know, and, and, and so, it, you know, and you got to look at that, like if you're willing to make a significant investment, you're going to get most likely a significant return. Yeah. Yeah. And I always tell people too, I'm like, you know, if you have a $10 jacket that you like lose or rip or something, you're like, nah, whatever. I'm only out 10 bucks. But if you have like a $500 jacket, you are going to like kind of take a little more care out of it or of it, you know, and it's going to be a much better quality jacket. Like it's, there's just kind of no contest between them. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that's that's really important because a lot of people don't see that sometimes as they'll see, oh, well, I'm trying to save some money. And yeah, you know, you, you want to save money, but at the same time, I mean, you want to make that significant investment. I mean, do you want to buy like, like jackets? Do you want to buy a jacket every month because mm-hmm. it, it breaks and rips easily? Or do you want one that's quality that's going to last you all year, two, three, five years? Yep. You know, exactly. so uh, and I think that's really no, that, that that's a really good point. And I'm, I'm glad you're bringing that up because a lot of people, you know, they're, they're so afraid to to take that leap or invest in themselves. Cause, oh, I don't have the money, but it's an investment mm-hmm. and it's going to pay off. Yeah. And you usually end up like you said, you usually end up saving money in the long run because a lot of times like I had a client the other day gave me a really very lovely testimonial and was like, you know, you you. After this, after you invest in some kind of a solid coaching program, like you save money because now you're not trying all these different like quick fixes. You're not trying all these different things and like wasting all this money. Like this one big investment is going to hold you over for a long time. So Yeah. And it saves you time and money because like I know for me, my biggest problem was I tried six, seven different applications to for pro, like for us, project management was the biggest thing. And I, I literally spent time and money on six or seven ones. Landed on one that I loved, but it took me a long time. If I would have actually invested with a coach, they could have got me to that point a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I wouldn't have had to go through the headache of oh starting again and having to do all this and that. So yeah. 
Um, it, it definitely makes life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. And like on that note too, it's like in this 90 days, people are like, well, it's only a 90 days thing. Like I could do it on my own. It's like, well, yeah, but I'm taking my whole like, you know, knowledge and education and experience and trials and struggles and research that I've done and giving it to you in 90 days. Yeah. Like I can get you like, yeah, you could probably get there on your own. But like you said, like if you had done that sooner, you would have gotten to where you are now quicker. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, so tell us about your ideal client. So I work with um, a lot of women that kind of have tried all the things and are really tired of trying all the things and not seeing the results. Most of them either come from like a CrossFit background or just are very, very athletic. A lot of times are you know, training six or seven days a week, mm-hmm. sometimes multiple times a day and not really sure what to do with their food. You know, like a lot of them kind of end up not eating enough because there's such a stigma out there that women need to be skinny and you need to have, you know, 1500 calories and, and like, don't eat too much because you don't want to get bulky. And so 1200 calories that, yeah. that's for a toddler. Yeah. Like legitimately, I think 1400 calories is, is for a sedentary 10 year old, I believe. Um, And that's like off the actual like government, like recommendations or whatever. So yeah, I mean, and there's, especially around the holidays, there's just so much like diet culture crap being pushed and detoxes Mm. and skinny teas. And so I kind of take all that stuff and help them like, all right, let's kind of fine tune your, your activity. Let's ramp up the food intake and really kind of fine tune all of that and work through, I work with a lot of mindset stuff as well, body image things. So to kind of fight back against diet culture and the incessant need and desire to be skinny and work towards more of that body acceptance. Like, you know, I'm perfect just the way that I am. And then underlying with all this stuff, usually there's some hormone issues going on as well. So I'm kind of that person that's like, hey, these symptoms aren't normal. You know, obviously I'm not a doctor. So like seek out a doctor that's going to take you seriously because just like the there's it's crazy that there's so many like bad bosses. There's so many like bad doctors that say that's normal. Like, yeah, your thyroid's normal. I look at their thyroid labs and I'm like, that's not normal. Like, please go get a second opinion, you know, like get this handle this. You don't deserve to feel this way. And sometimes it's really unfortunate. That's like the first time anyone's ever said that to them. You know, it's the first time anyone's ever taken them seriously. Like, oh, you mean I don't have to feel this way? No. So it's very holistic, I guess you could say. Sometimes people are like, I signed up for nutrition coaching. And then they get like a whole lot of extra stuff. Like, what is happening? But it's, it's really, really hard to heal your body if you don't also work on your mind. If you don't like your body, it's really hard to get to that place of ultimate health and acceptance. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, we kind of attack the inner and the outer stuff. Love it. I, and you know what? What's funny to me is well, not funny, but like there's a doctor who uh, I had to stop going to because every time I go in there for anything, antibiotics, 
antibiotics. Really? Antibiotic. Oh yeah, everything. Like I have a stomachache. Oh, you got a stomach virus. Antibiotics. Really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, no, like you know. And so I, I started going to another one. He just like no. I told him I was like, hey, I don't feel comfortable taking medicine. Like you know, could we try you know natural, holistic, you know, kind of remedies first, and then you know, worst case scenario, when we absolutely have to, then we can do medicine. He's like, yeah, of mm-hmm. course. You know. Yeah. But but the other one was just immediately anything. I'd have a cough. Oh, you might have a you might have an infection. So here's antibiotics. Like, no, no. So and then like you know, hundreds of dollars later, like you don't feel any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. When I finally switched to my current doctor, our first appointment was two hours long, and it's like you when you finally find that doctor that's like actually listens to you, which again blows my mind that that's not normal. Like that that's not the norm to have a doctor that takes you seriously and listens to what you have to say. And if you're like, I want to run labs, they do it instead of saying, you don't need that. But it's when you finally kind of find that person that's like, okay, let's do it. Like, let's, yeah, let's, let's run these labs. Like that's not normal. It's such a like sigh of relief. And you're like, this is, this is what it's supposed to be. Like, this is what being taken care of is supposed to feel like. Yeah. So it's just, I kind of try to be that cheerleader to be because I I have seen the light and so I try to help other people you know find that person that's gonna help them on their journey in that regard no I love it I love it well we're kind of coming up here to the end of it I do have a question mm-hmm. if you had one piece of advice to give people life business anything nutrition health what would it be as cheesy as it sounds just start just do it in that second business mentorship I, I did, they would always say messy action. Just do it. Just messy action. Because if it doesn't work, you learn something from it. If it does work, sweet. You probably still learn something from it, but that's great too. But you're never going to know until you actually start. And so I think like to sum up my like whole year as a whole is like, just, just do it. Like stop making excuses you know, everyone likes to say, I'll start on Monday. Like, I'm going to start my diet on Monday. I'm like, just start now. Like, why Why Monday? Like, just do it now. Don't mm-hmm. put it off any longer. Just do it. So, not to sound like Shia LaBeouf. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, you know, any action is better than no action. Yeah. Even exactly. if it's bad and it goes horribly wrong, mm-hmm. again, you learn from it and any action is better than no action. Yeah. And it's like... If you look back, like some of the shittiest moments and most like where you literally thought you're like, this is like the worst I've ever felt. Uh-huh. Looking back now, you probably learned something from that or grew or did some kind of positive came from that, right? You've survived 100% of your worst days. So doesn't matter like what happens if you put your coaching offer out there and no one signs up, like you can learn something from that. You know, it's not it's not the end all be all. Like there's always going to be something that comes from it. So mm-hmm. that's my, yeah. I love it. I love it. That, that is some of the best advice. And, yes. and that's kind of for me, <laughs> for me that, that that's what it was for me. Like, just do it, you know? Cause I, mm-hmm. I was, I was paralyzed as well. So I didn't yeah. want to move and it's just like, do it. So now it's like, if I have something, even if it's even, if I have an idea or if I want to do something, even if it's something, you know, silly or whatever, I go all in and I'm like, let's do yeah. it. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, if it right? doesn't work, it doesn't work out, you know? And it's like being, it's scary, but being in that comfort zone is not where we grow. 
Like we have to kind of push ourselves outside of that. And so being scary, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but like that's where the good shit happens. Mm -hmm. Like if we just keep in our little bubble, like we're just going to stay the same all the time. 100%. 100%. I love it. Love it. Push the bubble. (laughs) Well, Alex, if people wanted to get a hold of you, where can they find you? So Instagram is one of the best bets actually. And it's just, it's my name. It's Alex N. Marshall and is in Nicole. I have a ton of highlights and stuff there that go into a lot of kind of behind the scenes of my program and everything. If anyone's interested in that program, this round is actually starting on Monday. So enrollment's going to open for the next round in April, um, late March, early April. So um, I'll be posting all my updates and stuff there. And so you can get a hold of me there. I can send you program information, connect with you. I love chatting with people. If you've got questions, just just let me know. Love it. Love it. And we're going to link all that down in the show notes below. So Perfect. For everybody. So, Alex, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thanks for having it. me. And uh, we'll catch everybody later. Bye, guys. Great. Bye.